This podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not meant as a substitute for or replacement of working with a mental or medical health professional. Welcome to Taboo Talk Time with Dr. Eva, where we inspire a movement towards breaking through societal norms, increasing awareness, and unhinging the taboo. Taboo Talk Time hosts guest experts from around the world in the mental and medical health fields who are passionate about making a difference in our society. Visit tabutalktime.com to learn more about Dr. Eva's therapeutic services, online couples courses, live couples retreats, and of course, our free podcast. Here is your host, Dr. Eva Brown, licensed marriage and family therapist and intimacy specialist. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taboo Talk Time. I'm your host, Dr. Eva Brown. I'm really happy to have you here today. If you're listening through iTunes and Google Play, then that's fantastic. Or you might be watching on YouTube, as we did start a YouTube channel recently. And um, everyone consumes information differently, right? So we wanted to make sure that you guys got this information out in as many different formats as we possibly can. Because um, Taboo Talk Time is all about increasing mental health awareness. It's about breaking through societal norms that are no longer serving us, and it's about increasing our awareness and unhinging the taboos in our society that sort of keep us in prison because nobody's really having conversations about them. So here we have Shannon Wasi. Welcome to the show. We're so happy to have you. And um, yes, she's fantastic, guys. She is a business and women's coach. She's fantastic. And she's going to talk to us about something that's very near and dear to my heart and to any woman that is listening. And if you're a man listening, that's good. Because uh, if you are in a relationship with a woman or if you're married, this will really help you understand her cycle as well. So the, co- the topic for today is three tips of befriending your menstrual cycle and liberating self-love, right? Because so often we get our period, we get our menstrual cycle, however you call it, and or we get our friend, right? And But we really kind of tend to think of it as not a friend. We tend to think of it like, oh, here it is again, or oh, I'm ovulating again. My body feels so, um, you know, has so much water weight, right? We all have these different ways of associating to that. But really, our period is just like our source energy, right? That is like where we create life and we're sort of shedding um, some life energy when we go through that process. And a lot of women experience depression, maybe some anxiety when they go into that darker space with themselves. And Shannon Wasi is here to talk about how maybe to uplift and really and reorganize rather, your relationship with your menstrual cycle. So welcome, Shannon. I'm so happy to have you, dear. Let's get into the topic. What are your thoughts? Oh, gosh, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. And um, I really love this topic because I personally have found a lot of freedom here and a lot of healing and just a lot of, um, I don't know, just a lot of trust in myself and my body that I never had. And the more that I learn about it, the more that I want to share it and have other women find those kind of keys to their own healing. Yeah. And actually, I love that you said for men to listen to because um, all, all of us as humans are kind of cyclical in nature and we don't always know how to honor that or how to even notice it. And obviously, it's kind of a, a more direct microcosm of that in a woman's body. But I, it's, this, is, this is so good for men too, for sure. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to have my husband listen. <laughs> yes, too. 
So let's talk about the three tips that you recommend for women to start befriending their cycle as opposed to thinking of it as a death sentence or, oh, I have to go through this again, right? And this is, and it happens for us every month too. So actually befriending it is a good thing, right? Because otherwise we're just caught up in this resistant energy with our menstrual cycle and, or even a hateful uh, relationship with our menstrual cycle, which really causes, I think, some deeper resistance that maybe a lot of women aren't even noticing that are is happening in the body or the subconscious mind by just not accepting it and resisting it and pushing it to the side. Oh yeah, for sure. I think, um, I think we're sort of culturally conditioned to have a whole lot of shame around it for, for yeah. one thing. Um, and just along with that shame of just, you know, even, I don't know, we probably all have experiences from middle school, high school, whatever, where it was like, this is a big deal. I'm really worried that something's going to go wrong or, even, you know, more direct experiences that were really embarrassing or... Of course, like um, bleeding through your clothes or, exactly. you, know, you know, I wear black pants every time I have my period, right? It's one mm-hmm. of those things that, you know, you have to start thinking about. And that's why, you know, I love the fact that we're having a conversation about this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we have so much shame around it. And I think we also have so little understanding in general. We don't kind of have that culture where, you know, our mothers and grandmothers and aunts are passing down information about their bodies and insights and wisdom that they have. We, some of us do, but I think on the whole, um, no, it's really lacking. And we're kind of like, this whole thing is very mysterious. And I think what happens a lot of the time is we start to feel like, what is wrong with me? Why do I sometimes feel like I can go and take on the world and I can create incredible things. And I have all these ideas. I've got all this energy. And then other times, yeah, yeah, full moon. A lot of times it'll correlate with the moon. Yeah. You know, some of us, some don't, but yeah, it's that same, it's mirrored in the moon cycle for sure. Um, but we're like, why, why, why do I have this? And then we go and we're like, oh, I have no energy to do that. That was, must have been a bad idea, or I can't carry through on anything, or something's wrong with me, or I'm annoying, or there's so many shame messages that we carry. Yeah. But what's actually happening is just this cycle of light and dark. So on ovulation, you're, you know, you're full of energy and you're full of light and you're creating and you're ready and you're going and that's that full moon time. And then as you start to approach your bleed, you're going dark and you're getting like kind of really uncomfortably in touch with what's happening inside of you. And what happens that we don't know is that you're not just hormonal and, you know, angry and crying about everything for no reason for this random arbitrary punishment from the universe that you have to endure every month. But what actually happens is your body is um, giving you the opportunity to like sweep out the corners of your life, the dark corners, the attic, you know, the, Mm -hmm. the places where things are not in alignment and they're not, they're not serving your highest good. They're not serving the good of the world. They're just stuff is wrong. And so when there's things that are out of alignment in your life in any way, that is what you're going to feel the energy of in that PMS time. You know, that time that everyone's like, oh, stay away from her, throw chocolate from a distance, you know, that kind of thing. Yes. You know, if you're feeling angry, it's because there's something that needs to be corrected, an action that needs to be taken when that active part of your cycle rolls around. If you're feeling weepy and sad, a lot of times that's because there's something to grieve inside of you or in your life or, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's just, it's so intricate and it's so perfect. And we're designed to have this monthly 
um, reckoning with the truth that like we can't hide from. But if we don't know that that's what's happening, we're just like, what the heck is wrong with me? And I hate this time. And I just can't wait until I feel good again. And I can go back out and do stuff. But what's happened for me and what I see happen with the women I work with is just like this whole world opens up of joy when they realize, oh my gosh, this part of my cycle where I'm dark and I'm kind of moody, there's like all this wisdom there and there's this um, doorway into Mm -hmm. moving forward in my life and finding these places that I was kind of not letting come to the light, come up to the light. Yeah. And so, you know, I, for me, it's my favorite time. I literally cheer every time I start my period. Like I'm like, yes, I love this time. And I'm here. And I feel like that would never have happened before I started to explore all this. And I, I have women that say the same thing. They're like, I love this time now. It's my favorite because I get to reckon with it. I absolutely love the reframe and I'm going to take it on this week and I'm going to take it on every single month moving forward because my relationship with my menstrual cycle hasn't been that great. Um, not, not like you're associating to your menstrual cycle. For example, I'm going to Costa Rica next week and I said to my husband last week, I'm like, ah, I'm going to have my period while I'm in Costa Rica on vacation, you know? (laughs) Um, and of course, you know, that's a resistance, right? Of course, that's a, you know, oh, I don't like my menstrual cycle kind of relationship. And I really like the way that you're having this conversation and you're reframing it. And I will take the reframe for myself and I will take it as a moment because it's interesting that you say this. This past week, I've noticed because I've been, you know, launching the course, the couples master communication course. And I've been really trying to get that up off the ground. And I've been that energy, that creative visionary energy, you know, Mm -hmm. and then I felt that ovulation period happen. And then I'm like, Oh, okay. I have to think about these things and start to address some of these anxieties or fears or things that, you know, are coming up and bubbling up, which, you know, when you're not in that, the, the dark part of your moon cycle, you don't really have come up as much. Right. Does that make sense? And yeah. so it's interesting because it, it, it's almost like a lesson for me. And I think that's what you're speaking to. It's a lesson for me to just pay attention to what haven't I connected with? How can I connect to this, this message more that my body's trying to give to me? You know, especially if like it's an old trigger or an old wound that might be coming up during that period. Why is that coming up for me? You know, am I not stepping into my full power of my own voice, right? Am I getting enmeshed in other people's boundaries or am I getting enmeshed rather in other people's energy, not holding my own energy, right? Right. And the more that you up level in your business and the more that you move into a different place in your relationship with your partner or even yourself, it's so cool because every single time now in reflection, looking back, Shannon, you know, based off what you're saying, in reflection, looking back, it's so interesting because every time you do, you make a small up level and then you do it again and then you do it again. And maybe, you know, a year from now, two years from now, it might look like something completely different, you know? And also it's kind of interesting too. Maybe you might have some thoughts about this for the listeners that there are times when, when I personally have a menstrual cycle and I don't go into that depression state or I just don't feel it as much. Mm Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. I think um, so. Sometimes even the pain of of PMS and the cramping and all of that 
will you'll start to notice will be intense, more intense some months other than, than other months. And mm-hmm. both the emotional kind of pain and the physical pain of it, I find are pretty accurately correlated with, um, I don't want to like overuse the word alignment, but just with like my alignment with my life and what's going on and what I know to be true and what I'm acting on. And so when there are times where I'm like, oh, I know this thing needs to be worked on, or I know I need to speak something out in truth that, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not acting on, oh my gosh, those cycles will be so much darker and so much more painful and so much like more emotional. And then when I've kind of gotten in a good rhythm and I've been keeping, um, keeping tabs on my, like my truth and, and living out my truth, I find that my cycle is a lot less intense. And those, those darker times sort of become a time when I can like listen for the world for myself. And I love that you um, are noticing that you're going to be, you know, on your period for your time in Costa Rica, because so sometimes we'll start to find that we actually function better if we can sort of have some introversion during that time and, you know, have some space to be a little dark, but that doesn't always work. And, you know, we don't all have lives that can work that way. And what I love is that um, in like ancient tribes, they would have uh, moon tents and women would all go together and bleed together because they would be all on the same cycle by the moon. And they had no artificial lights and artificial rhythms like we do to, to change their cycles up. So they would all literally go bleed together. That's and the whole tribe would be, would like respect this time for them because they needed the wisdom that those women would figure out in that time mm-hmm. to figure out and make decisions as a tribe. So they so valued that dark time. And I think you have a unique opportunity to do that as you go, you know, to be like, okay, I wish that I was kind of an energetic, I can conquer the world energy for this time to go and like experience this retreat and teach and all that. But what you actually get is to go bring where the veil is thin and you get to feel really deeply the wisdom that's needed. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you get to share accordingly, which is pretty sweet. That is so sweet. That's so sweet. And thank you for that, sister. I really appreciate that you're really associating the menstrual cycle to wisdom. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And, uh, And I don't know that we have a place in our current American society, and I'm not sure about other cultures, but definitely in America, where we honor that or we honor that tribal thing. And I often get my menstrual cycle with my sister or, you know, my close friends and stuff like that, you know, and I would love to go into a tent, you know, (laughs) and hang out with my sisters and just be present in the wisdom of whatever it is that we're creating. Right. But that's just not how life is lived these days. But of course, but the idea of doing that or the idea of doing that with myself and honoring the wisdom of my menstrual cycle and whoever's listening, you know, hopefully this is, this is resonating for you as well, that you can move into this space of creating a place of sacredness, of wisdom, just like they did back in the days. And, you know, the tribe would honor, you know, the wisdom that would emerge after the menstrual cycle was over or during the menstrual cycle. So what do you recommend would be the first start for, you know, ladies that are listening that want to really start getting in touch with their cycle? 
Yeah. So what I usually have people do and what I have done in my own life is to just start with charting. And there's actually a lot of really good tools out there you can use. There's apps and there's like really good journals that are dedicated just to, you know, your moon time, depending on kind of how into in detail you want to go. But um, starting just a daily practice of um, noticing what day you're on and writing down anything. Just start with the most obvious things that you notice and you'll find that as you continue to chart, you start to notice more and more and more. But yeah. kind of check in with, okay, this is how my body feels. Um, this is how I feel about like whether or not I can do anything today. <laughs> you know, my energy levels, my desire to interact with other people. So true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can you can look at moods and things you eat and what you are craving and you can look at what kind of dreams you have. I mean, I have noticed such strong correlations in all those things. Yeah, especially with the dream thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just starting. I mean, you can just take a piece of paper. I use my planner, my my daily planner, and I just have a little section of it that I chart. Here's the day. Here's what I'm going. Anything I notice, and what you'll start to see okay. then is patterns emerge. And, um, you know, I I I think one of the first big freedom keys that came for me while I was beginning this process was that I started to um, notice my irritability level with my kids. Mm. That might seem really obvious, but I was like dealing with a lot of shame that I would keep like losing my temper with them. You know, I'd be like, I was doing so good. Why did we have such a bad day today? Yeah. I had never done any of this before, but as I started to see that, I was like, Oh my gosh, it's the same day. And it was like narrowed down to this day that, you know, this no day in my cycle that I'd be like, I don't want any kids to be around me. You know, like, and that's I, hilarious. it just gave me so much more grace for myself and grace for them and cool. helped me to realize it wasn't about like I was doing something wrong or they were doing something wrong. It was just like, whoa, mom needs to set up some situations in my life, some support to be okay with where I'm at today. You know, like maybe it means we plan to go out that day and play at a playground or something that like gets all the focus and energy off of me. And as I started to do that, yeah, it was just like a big difference. That's awesome. That's so cool. It's interesting. As you're talking, I'm actually writing down, okay, menstrual cycle patterns. So if you're listening and and you're a woman, write it down in your, in your calendar and just put menstrual cycle pattern, you know, and it sounds like, um, she recommends putting in. What is the day, right, 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 Shannon? Yeah. Um, yep. What's coming up for you? And maybe we can add like another question. I don't know if this makes sense for you, but like, how can you have more grace with yourself that day too? That is, might be a really good one. Yeah. You know, like a good practice or something. Yeah, and it's it's helpful to note it or to note that day one is usually considered the first day of your period. Some mm-hmm. people already know that, but I oh, I is think that right? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. You can do it however you want, but as you start to chart, you might find yourself interested in finding out what other people are writing about and doing with this, and then you'll be able to correlate their days because most people start with day one is the first day of your bleed. That's interesting because, you know, um, it's on topic, but I noticed that I go into the dark period like a week before my menstrual cycle. What's that about, Shannon? Maybe you can say a little bit about that from your experience. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's preparation, and I think it is about, um, I mean, you know, hormonally, that is what it is. Your body is, like, 
okay, we ovulated and nothing happened. And so now we need to prepare to shed and prepare for next month's ovulation you know, okay. and, and chance at this. So there's some of that. And I, I think that it's helpful to think of it. So if you think of like a 28 day cycle, which of course not everybody, it's exactly 28 days. Okay. That means you have two weeks in the light zone and two weeks in the dark zone. If you really want to just be uh, divided up. Okay. So you're not going to, doesn't mean you're going to feel, you know, crappy for two whole weeks, but you can start to see that like, okay, after ovulation and that like period, you're going to start to notice a decline as you approach the, the actual day of your bleed. And then as your bleed starts to be over, you'll start to notice, um, you know, a buildup into that energy. So it's very like, it's very much a circle. It's not a switch on switch off. Like while I'm bleeding, I'm nasty. And then while I'm not, I'm happy and, you know, excited and go get the world. It's very cyclical yeah. and it's each like a point on the circle. Life. Yep. Yeah. And that's how I even noticed like, okay, day 21, day 22, those actual day numbers in there, they are not ovulation or bleed for me. But I noticed that those are the days of the cycle where I will consistently feel like you're no good. You can't do anything like self-hatred will be the loudest on those days. And it's yeah. not a direct correlation, you know, with, with either part. That's so interesting that you say that, you know, because I, I, um, I didn't, you know, I didn't re realize, you know, that it was like a two weeks on two weeks off, right? Light and dark, right? It's kind of like the moon, I guess, mm -hmm. you know, it's interesting how women are so connected to the moon cycles. Yeah. Um, I never rec I never realized that I know I have some colleagues that are doing a lot of work on the moon cycles. And I think it's fascinating uh, to learn about the moon cycles and how they're really so aligned with the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and really, if you're thinking about it from that space, you can really tap into the source energy of the moon in that space. Yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting is if you get curious about that and you want to kind of see if you can line your cycle up with the moon, there's, you know, there's reasons why your body cycles when it does in relation to the moon. So there's no like right time to cycle, but if you start to um, pay a little more attention to that circadian rhythm of like sleeping when it's dark and rising when it's light and try to like spend some time looking at the full moon when it's, when it's full and I do. I love how fast it'll get your cycle. Like, okay, we're ovulating with the full moon and we're bleeding with the new moon. It's very interesting. That's cool. Yeah. My husband and I, we go to the beach, um, every Saturday night just to hang out under the, under the moon, you know, and hang out with the stars for a while. It's so refreshing. But I noticed that when I do when I am on my menstrual cycle and I'm at the beach of the moon, it's so interesting. It's like a different relationship with the moon shows up mm -hmm. as opposed to when I'm not menstruating. I know that might sound a little weird, but no, not at all. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. It's super cool. If you can get really in tune in that way with your body, you know, and I think this is just like another level that I'm going to add into, you know, my own self. And hopefully for those of you guys that are listening, you know, you're also going to start maybe charting your menstrual cycle. And, I, you know, another question I was thinking would be really cool too, Shannon, would be, you know, the other question is, am I in alignment with my truth, right? So if you're having a really bad period or if you're experiencing a lot of cramps or whatever, ask yourself, you know, am I in alignment with my truth? I really like that you said that mm -hmm. because 
I can honestly say that when I do have more menstrual pain or, you know, I might be going through something a little bit on a deeper level because it's not like that. I think every three months, it seems like I go through like a bad one, right? Um, Where you go into this place and you ask yourself, am I in alignment with my truth? How can I have more grace with myself? What's coming up? I think that's a really good practice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. And I think if you take that into that second step of, um, so you're charting and then you start to just be mindful. You start to notice and you start to think about it more. You can kind of make a hobby out of it. Like, oh, I'm going to write that down that I did this thing today and it stood out to me. So I'm going to write it down and see if it happens again next month. Um, Yeah. And I like the idea of you talking about listening to your PMS, right? mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, listening from that context, it's, it's so important. Yeah, I think it's, you know, sometimes it sounds a little woo-woo, but there, it's, there's something very true about the fact that if you will open the question up to your body, like, okay, I'm listening, what do you want to say? Even if it feels a little weird to, like, have a conversation with this, this factor of your body that you're, you know, cycling, I have not met a woman yet who doesn't get an answer. Yeah, you know, who doesn't start to feel immediately like, whoa, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I hear you loud and clear. Yes, and I would agree with that. Um, you know, even myself, you know, I, I think that if I could probably always find an answer for that because we're meaning making human beings mm-hmm. anyways, right? Yeah. Uh, but but it's nice though because instead of instead of resisting it, instead of moving into that space of oh, I'm going to Costa Rica next week, damn it, I'm getting my period, right? Yeah. Um, I'm moving into a space instead of how can I have more wisdom? How can I have more grace with myself? And how can I use that as an opportunity for me to level and grow even more and then serve my couples and whoever else is there around me more? Yeah. So important, Shannon. Thank you for coming on, dear. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so happy. I think this is such an impromptu, awesome podcast idea, right? Yes. Right before, right I'm feeling in line with this, she said, right before we got on. I'm like, me too. Let's do it. Um, and I think it was just the perfect day to do it. So I'm glad that you had some guidance um, before we even jumped on the call today. Me too. I think it has a lot of keys for, for women, especially facing the big stuff that's in the news right now with depression and, and all of that, just really starting to to notice those things and find that we're cyclical and make some space for that darkness. I think it can be very yes. healing. Yes. And that's the whole idea, you know, behind yeah. this podcast. You know, I talked a little bit about that at the beginning, but it's so important that we all take some time to really honor the dark side or the shadow side of us and honor the light side of us, whether you're having a menstrual cycle and you're a woman or you're a man and you're going through different types of cycles, but we all cycle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I love this conversation because I think it normalizes the menstrual cycle, I think it actually puts up shines a positive light on the menstrual cycle. And even further than that, I think it's also a way for us to advance the human condition even um, to a whole nother space of wisdom and understanding that I think women in and of itself really have a very attuned relationship with. Um, and I'm just and I'm just so happy that we were able to have this podcast and also have Shannon on here today to be able to spread her wisdom about how we can befriend our menstrual cycle. So thank you for all that have, that are listening. Please share with your friends, your family. If you have sisters, please share it with them. Um, and we will see you on the next podcast. Bye guys. 
Thank you for joining the Taboo Talk Time movement. Go ahead and like and subscribe to our fun, free, and informative podcast. And of course, don't forget to share us with your friends. Visit TabooTalkTime.com to learn more about Dr. Eva's therapeutic services, private intensives, as well as her online couples courses and live couples retreats. As always, we appreciate your listenership and can't wait to share all of our new up-and-coming Taboo Talk Time podcasts with you. See you next time.